Hi, this is Christy from Life Struggles, and I'm going to just give you a little bit of information about my next guest. His name is Joseph Michael Lopez. He's a Capricorn. He was born in Wisconsin. He grew up in Hawaii, the land of his father and his father's father, before returning to Door County, Wisconsin, the place he calls home, the place of his mother's family. His great-grandparents on his mother's side are buried there. His great-grandfather was superintendent of Door County Schools. He farms there. He writes there. His heart lives there while reminiscing and acknowledging the magic and beauty of the islands. He loves water. He's always been surrounded by it, the Pacific Ocean and now Lake Michigan. He loves dogs and coyotes. He's a native and black and white. He wonders his acreage, communing with nature and his ancestors. It is those things which inspire him the most. And then I have a few fun facts about him. He re- restored a Rembrandt painting. He met Hillary Clinton. Chelsea Handler still owes him a toaster. That's so funny. Lisa Lampanelli roasted him for 20 minutes. <laughs> he laughed so hard he cried. He worked for an NFL coach. He used to be a successful painter. He met two billionaires in his life. One he worked for. He made her cry more than once. If you see him wearing bright colors, it's either a gift from someone or he's no longer sane. <laughs> He's just one of the most unique people that I've ever got the pleasure of interviewing. So please help me welcome Joseph Lopez. Hi, this is Christy from Life Struggles. And today I have the honor and the pleasure to interview Joseph Lopez He is the writer of Sounds Unheard, Songs of Home. So please help me in welcoming him. Hi, Joseph. Hi, how are you? I'm good. It's such a pleasure to talk to you today. Thank Um, you for having me. For those of you who will be watching this on YouTube, I'm going to show you the book. And then we'll go ahead and we'll, we'll put it in the description where you can buy it on Amazon, correct? Correct. Is that the only place? Amazon or a local bookstore in Sturgeon Bay. Okay. But Amazon would be the place for worldwide. Okay. Okay. So how you doing? Good. Okay, great. So why don't you tell us how this all started? Um, I was an unintentional writer. It was me putting my life back together after a struggle with alcohol. Oh, and okay. I needed to sit with myself and pick myself apart and look at all of the bits and pieces and see what worked and what didn't. And I didn't know 
how to do that. So I just started writing. Were you writing like a journal or just words? Random thoughts first, um, feelings and thoughts, not necessarily journaly journal. Um, But then I just started, I, I put up to, to hold myself to task. I started an Instagram page in October of 2019 to hold myself accountable to me. Nice. Um, So I put up just bits and pieces there. Okay. To keep myself in check to make sure that I would do this. So when these random thoughts, right? Yeah. Um, they all have to do with where you live. Yes. Mostly, right? Mostly. It's 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 my my place, myself in where I live among the people that I live with. Okay. So what I'd like you to do before you go on is in in your words, describe Door County. Door County is a magical place. Um, I refer to it, and I have friends that refer to it as a vortex. It's a place that you, once you visit and you leave, there's there's no completely removing yourself from it. It sticks hard, and most people end up back here in some way there's there's a strange pull because of the the lake michigan and the bluffs and the natural beauty and the people here and it's just not necessarily describable it's it's a feeling that just draws people okay and so this is you have history behind door county correct correct yes yeah so family um, history. I have, yeah, long family history here. Um, so I'm back to where my great-grandparents are buried, you know. So I I feel good here. It feels home. Home. It feels like home. So yeah. do, you, do you feel like you'll never, ever live any place else? I don't think I could fully live anywhere else. Nice. At this point. Nice. Okay. So what about like what it looks like? So it's, what I'm hearing is a, a, a description of how it feels. And, and I agree, except I don't live there. <laughs> Vacation there. Yes, yes. Um, there's um, shoreline. There's woods. There is the bluffs. Um, it's, it's just filled with natural beauty. In the summer and the winter. Summer and winter. Winters can be harsh. They're harsh, yeah. But the beauty is there. And you have to go out into it. And it but it's there. Okay, so so going on back to and thank you for describing that. It sounds like a writer. <laughs> um so when when did you think about becoming a writer? Or how did that all start? Well, 
the the book that inspired me was the house on mango street like i don't know why in high school that just it struck me and it stuck so i kind of was like okay this is something that i would like to do okay so i, I haven't read that book okay can you it's little vignettes. yeah it's little vignettes of of a life okay it's it's just it's nice short pieces and that appealed to me okay you know and that just stuck and so over the years that just that was inside of me and it stuck and it do you still do you still have that book around I lent it out and so I don't know who has it oh no yes that was many years ago I I said here read this that happens to many books of mine I lend it out and I never see them again but I make sure I read them first yeah yeah um, but you don't know just, if it's available for anybody to get or not even. Yeah. But that just, that was just something that stuck. Okay. And just, just held a place in me. Okay. Over time, you know, I didn't expect anything of it. So then when did you become serious about it? Serious with Instagram. So as you were doing bits and pieces on it. As I was examining myself and my life in detail, it just, it it kind of grew and it felt right. Like that was the time it felt right for me. Okay. And so with, you know, you, you brought up something that I wasn't even aware of. So you said you, you had some problems with alcohol, but did did you have an addiction or were you just going through a time period where you were drinking to hide feelings or make, make things better? I had an addiction. Okay. So then it wasn't something that I could handle. Okay. And so what did you do for that? For to, to handle it? Well, for the addiction. Are the you, addiction are, do you consider yourself in recovery? Yeah, I don't have any cravings. Okay. I have zero want to be there again. Did you, did you go somewhere for help or did you do it on your own? I did it with the help of friends. I have some friends that drew some very hard lines. Okay. Which I'm, I'm glad. And they said, you choose, this is what's going on. And it's been six, it's been longer than six years, but it was six years of where it was deep okay. and bothersome and noticeable. Okay. And I was unproductive and hurtful to people and unaware of that. And they were good enough to say, you know, we still want to be in your life, but this, here's the line. Did they drink too? Yes, but not like me. But can do you still have friendships with them? Yes. And you can be around drinking and not drink? Yeah, and not want it. I don't I don't want it. I don't crave it. I don't want to so be. But you know what again. that tells me? That tells me that you you don't have the gene of addiction actually in you. You have that doesn't mean that you don't become addicted to something. Yeah. Um, but if you have the actual gene of addiction, it, it can be like my, my family has addiction period in their genes. 
and um, there's some drug addicts or some alcoholics. I, mine's chocolate. And people make fun of me about that and say, wow, what a thing to be addicted to. However, health-wise, it can be very addicting because we also have high cholesterol in our family and diabetes. So I, but seriously, I mean, you probably, you might've even seen one of my reels when I cheated. That was, that was the night that I was having a discussion and I had to do that. Yeah. Um, but so I have to try to keep what I'm addicted to out of the way. And it's everywhere. It's everywhere. But I could, I could, if I wasn't like mentally a mess, I could sit around and go, I, I, I don't even want one of those. Yeah. But so in your case, you you can sit around with people drinking and you have no desire to drink whatsoever. I have no desire for it. So what happens if they get stupid drunk? It annoys me because I, I it, it is so annoying because I'm sober. Right, exactly. I can see what it does to people, which helps me not want to be in that place. That knowing that I had so much addiction on my side of the family, I didn't even want to try alcohol and I certainly didn't want to try drugs. I, actually, I was afraid of drugs. I was a chicken. So I guess that's a good thing. Um, me too. But, for that. I, I, that scares the hell out of me. I, I mean, it, it really, I'm afraid of them. And when I've, but with the alcohol, I just watched it destroy so many lives and so many um, relationships and jobs, everything, everything. And, and I thought, why, why would I even want to attempt it? And then the other thing is, so when I, when I was old enough to drink and like, well, in my age, it was the drinking age was 19. Then the year I turned 19 in the middle of that year, they changed it to 21. Um, but those who were already 19 could. So I could still go to the bars in college and with friends. Okay. Um, I was always the one that was the driver. If we drove, most of the time it was walking over, but whatever. Um, but I was always, and I had fun until they got stupid drunk. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they were funny at first. But then when they got stupid drunk and some, you know, everybody reacts different, but some of them got mean drunk, loud, and it was very annoying to me. It gets annoying. It gets old quick. Yeah. Watching it. And so, and, and I would tell them like the next day, because they were like, why, why'd you want to leave so early? Well, because you guys got drunk early and it wasn't any fun for me anymore. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So why don't you just go slow till the end of the night if you want to last longer? Because I can't handle it. I tried walking away, but if, you know, when you're in a bar, just about everybody ends up being drunk. Everybody gets drunk and stupid. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I can't last very long. <laughs> anyway, so so but so to me, that means it's not actually hereditary. Um, 
un unless it is, but you've got something else that maybe is. I, I kind of think it is because my, on my dad's side of the family, there, there is like a whole line of addiction. Okay. So I kind of think it is, but I just, I don't want to be there. I don't feel it. Which like is it, good. Yeah. It just, it shut off where I just don't have a desire at all. So, so Watching do you think then as, okay, so they put boundaries on you is what they did, right? Yeah. Hard choice. lines. So and it's I'm called so tough love. Yes. Tough love. And that, that's so fantastic. Grateful. So it doesn't sound like they probably had an addiction problem because of no, not, not like me. No, no. Yeah. Because like the people, there was some people around me that, and I think it's rude, but I, that's not very nice of me to say probably because they don't even realize they're doing it. But when, you know, they would come up and say, come on, have, have a shot with me. And I'm like, I don't drink. Yeah. Um, but I was satisfied with having a ginger ale or water or orange juice. And sometimes I had them like take orange juice and mix them um, grenadine. There's a donut. lot of great mocktails around. It really is. It really is. And I was fine with that. And usually if I did that, somebody wouldn't say, can I buy you a drink? But if they saw me yeah. drinking water or ginger ale, because ginger ale, a lot of times, you know, when you're in a bar, it's dark. So it looks like water anyway. Yeah. Um, but, you know, they wanted, people wanted me to drink and they wouldn't accept, I don't drink. Oh, come on. You can just have one. Just I didn't have a problem. Yeah. I just didn't want to have a problem ever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I didn't want to put myself I that. Um, And so do you ever have, when you're in a bar with one of your friends, do you ever have a stranger, like try to get you to have a drink? If anyone does, I just, I say, I don't drink and most people leave it alone. Well, that's nice because they don't leave me alone. <laughs> most people will leave it or they'll say, then can I get your root beer? You know, they'll, they'll, well, that's, and that's nice. You know, they won't keep pushing the drink thing. They'll, they'll say, can I get your root beer or can I get you a ginger ale? Like they will change the thing. And I will say, yes, thank you. Well, that's nice. That's good. But yeah. it's not normal. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's the nice people you have around you because it's I'm normal. I'm glad you know I'm I'm lucky, especially people that are like far gone and they're drinking that night. They yeah. really really want everybody to drink with them. You yeah, know, they don't I'm, they don't even hear they don't even hear what you're saying. But okay, so you that's that's good. You had friends that made you be uh, they used tough love and gave you boundaries and. You still have to take the credit though, because you could have walked away and said, screw you. You know, I thought about that. There's, of course, there's times where I'm like, you know what? I'm going to just run away. I'm going to run away from everything. Mm -hmm. And whether I fall back into it or not, I'm going to just be away from everybody. So, how many years have you been sober then? It'll be three. Be three. Well, congratulations yeah. on that. And so, so in, in this recovery is when you decide to start writing. Yeah. Is, is, was it because of that though, or just that pushed me to start examining myself? Okay. Okay. The pandemic, the pandemic helped too. Of course. That bought people time. That bought me time. I was going to ask you that because that's when the pandemic started spreading everywhere. So I was going to ask you that. Yeah. So, 
that's some, and that's something that I would like people to look at the positive part of the pandemic, especially when, well, right now, I think we're going to get, uh, our town's going to get shut down again, probably um, from our mayor. So not from the governor, not the state, but um, I, I think, it, you know, there's a lot of pissed off people out there because they're forced to stay home um, and because they can't go certain places and they they have to wear masks and all all the things. They don't like being told what to do. Um, but I think, you know, like when we were shut down the first time, so I think ours was 220, 2020. Um, maybe March, March of 2020. Um, so, you know, all the kids had to be home from school, the, the colleges, everything. And you, and you could not go anywhere. There was nothing that was opened whatsoever. Um, they mandated even going to parks, you know, so it was basically stay in your home. And I was, what we did was try to stay on a normal schedule. So still get up at the same time every day, still go to bed at the same time every night. Um, obviously wasn't going to leave and go to work. You know, I, I did do some work at home. Um, I actually got, well, my son started doing TikToks um, with his friends that he couldn't be with, but on okay. FaceTime. And they would, I don't know who knew how to record it with all three of them. I have no idea. But um, then they decided to, which was a good idea, like they needed fresh air once in a while. So there was a huge park, maybe um, five, six blocks from us that had three football fields on it and two soccer fields on it. So a lot of space and, and a huge parking lot. And so they they all took their cars and met there, but they were six parking spaces between each other in a circle where and yeah. <laughs> and they would talk just so they were getting air and then yeah. and then they would do a TikTok. And so he started like showing me his TikToks. And then he said, You ought to do some with me. So I started doing some with him. And then I started getting on TikTok and I actually got, I think I have like 50,000 followers, but started doing lives and actually getting paid for it. Yeah. Um, I get forced a lot of people to be creative. Yeah. Yeah. They did. They had um, time. And, and that's where I got my idea of podcasting then. So, but it was later on. So I did, I did almost a year of TikToking and I went live every night so i joined with these four other tiktokers they were huge and like they would have one when one was getting finished they would say now go to and then so we had scheduled hours very cool we actually did very big events of meeting tiktokers um of places that we could get in but we did um so like one get together was in uh Gatlinburg and we raised funds over TikTok for the children's hospital there um 
it was awesome yeah and then um so that was our first meet and greet but it was all to raise funds for the place and uh and we still had to have our distancy and there could only be 50 people but you know we had to have our distancy distancy and you know and our mass and all that um but it it was fun and then we just started traveling at different places that we could do that to and, and meet bigger tiktokers so it was kind of a fun thing yeah and yeah the pandemic did give people the time but then also the boredom some of us both both to, to be creative to think of something to do and then how do we do it how do we do it with each other without being together like how do you how do you impact somebody without being there you know facetime writing you know like all it's tiktok like all of this it's connecting when we can't physically be together right and i think um that so it, it looks like you got something positive out of it. And that's what, you know, I started seeing where people weren't even recognizing that families were actually eating together. Yes. You no, know? they were, they were like playing games together. They were spending family quality time that they weren't doing before. Yes. So I try to make a good thing out of it. I mean, I didn't like the part of people getting really sick and people dying and stuff, of course. Um, and I think for the majority part, you can stay safe if you follow what you should. Yeah. And my belief, my belief is wash, wash, wash those hands. Yes, absolutely. You know, and I don't see them doing that. I don't see, I don't even see them mandating that. They mandate yeah. the mass, which is protecting somebody else if you're coughing or sneezing. Yeah, yeah. But, but you're touching. If you think about yeah. it, you go into a big store and all the things you're touching, people have touched. And this is, and then we'll go back into your story. This is the one thing that I preach to everybody that you're not thinking about is how many times in a half hour do we touch our face? Yes. You don't yes. even know. Yeah. You know? And so you've touched all these things that somebody else has touched. And, you know, I, I do this a lot. Everybody does the, you know, small. Yeah. Right small things got something in the corner of your eyes oops there it goes yes Uh, and but why are they not mandating that when you walk in the door you have to sanitize all of and when you leave and when you leave we we need to care for each other in in these simple ways and it is small simple things that like so thank you covid for giving me what where i'm at today and thank covid that you are where you are today. Pardon. Yeah, there, there's blessing and opportunity in the worst shit, you know? There, there is. is. There, there really is. is. You have to find it, though. You, you have and, to and find I it. Not everybody, have... not everybody finds it, and not everybody could sit still and get to know themselves. Right. I still have friends that they did not, they, they missed that opportunity. They didn't sit still with themselves to, to get to know themselves. Too bad. I'm, I'm just, I'm just. Well, some people are afraid to get to know themselves. Some people are very afraid. I, I was. So how do you think but, you got through that fear? By doing by your it. writing? By doing it. Yes. By going inside and just 
examining all of the ugly bits and pieces, all of the good pieces and all of the ugly pieces, you know, by just bit by bit, everything. And that could be scary too. It is scary. It was scary. So what did you do for that? You write it out. Okay. You and you write know it out. I, I think but you that's... don't keep the things that don't serve. You recognize, you begin by, by doing this, you, you begin to see how you affected yourself, how you affected other people, like with each small thing. And then it slowly turns into like, then you're like, oh my God, I get it. Right. You know, I get it. You get it. I'm not a great, I'm not as great as I thought I was. I'm kind of shitty. And I'm going to put that shitty me over here and like work on it and keep the good, you know, like it's, it's work. So if you, if you wrote something shitty about yourself, did you save it? It's all out there. (laughs) (laughs) It is all, all. Do do I have here on my list one of the shitty things? Um, You'd have to go back to the beginning. You'd have to go back to the beginning of my Instagram. But the very first piece is about doing a self-autopsy. Oh, that's my first piece that I ever put on Instagram is, is, but it's not, it's not in my list that I have. It's not in anybody's list. It's the first piece that I ever put out. And Do it's going to, and that's I the one piece that I'm going to, I'm going to leave. I'm leaving that very first piece. Can, can, are you, are you on a computer or are you on a phone? I'm on a computer. Do you have your phone sitting there? I do. Can you read it to me? It's so short. I'd have to scroll back. It's okay. This is interesting. I have over 800 um, pieces. So I'd have to scroll back a while. You said it was your first. Yeah. So So, so wouldn't you just go all the way to the bottom to your first? Yeah, but I'd have to scroll and scroll and scroll. Oh, okay. While I'm scrolling. It's a longer piece. It turned out to be a longer piece, but I left just one phrase of it on there well do you kind of remember what it said it's just about doing a self-autopsy that's it that 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 is but but is so so in in a self-autopsy is that tearing is that cleaning yourself out it's cutting yourself open and pulling everything out everything out what's wrong where did you go wrong cool you know you have to cut yourself kind of cool dig like I wrote it, it's a long piece okay. that is not posted. Okay, well, that's, that's it's kind of cool. I mean, it sounds bad, kind of, when you, when you say I did a self-autopsy. But then when you think about it. It's kind of necessary, though. Like, yeah, yeah. Other people can tell you what's wrong. But if you don't go and examine it yourself, you know, you can brush that off. Okay. Well, you're, you're probably not going to accept this compliment, but you need to. So number one, like I said before, even though your friends gave you choices um, and used tough love, you still had that final say so. That's number one. Number two, you could be doing an autopsy on yourself and go to the negative side and go, Ooh, I've got a lot of bad things. And 
become depressed over that. You know, but you didn't do that. You, you know, you use that as, okay, well, these are the things I need to change. Is that what you did? Yeah. Basically. Yes. Okay. So that also is another strong point. Um, And it's very hard for people to do that. So you must. It's extremely difficult. But you did it. And it's, it's, it's dirty work and it's extremely difficult. And there's a lot of little pieces to look at and they go and affect everything everywhere in your life. So, so if you found something bad and, and you were going, ew, and it started making you feel bad, what did you do to relieve that? You name it and, and, and you, you start, you look at the web of connections as to, like, was this resentment and how did that, you know, was it toward this person? Was it for this group of people? Was it because, you know, it, there's so many little, little spider webs that come out of it. And so you have to deal with each, each one and you have to follow them to every direction that they lead, but you have to name them and follow them and deal so let me and ask you try this. hard not to get depressed because it is depressing and I'm a Capricorn. I, so I could sit in the dark and be happy, depressed in the dark. That's my natural tendency to be, I be, can be alone in the dark in depression and be happy. But so for me not to do that is, is huge. You know, that's interesting because my dad was an alcoholic and he was a Capricorn, but he had the best personality. He, he really did. Um, and, and really he didn't become an alcoholic until my mom filed for divorce and, and it upturned it all of our lives. I've had other Capricorn friends that have struggled with alcohol and didn't turn to that until later, until like something happened in right. their life, you know? So, and I don't know if that has anything to do with Capricorns, but part of personality. Yes. So, um, so that's when you started writing. What did you do before you were writing? I, well, I, I own a farm and 20 acres and grow everything for the local community. I do you grow organic or organic? Not? Yay. Yes. And a farm stand on site and CSA boxes. And so that's like my whole thing in, in life growing up since little is to honor and respect the land that comes from both sides of the family. Okay. So that's just, that's ingrained in me that without the land, like that's where we come from. That's where we're going to return to. It feeds us, it nurtures us, but we have to do the same to it. Like we have to perpetuate you know, it's, it's continuance. I agree. So nature is, that's vital to my survival. That's vital to my emotional, mental, spiritual state. So I'm in a good place. The County I'm in surrounded by everything, but then also to be so connected to the land, like to, to have to, to, to breathe in this literally breathe in the soil. That's so cool. Yeah. Okay. So was, 
was your farm your source of income? Not, no. Um, also, I have a, a business that runs people's households for them. It's a cleaning business, but also an estate management business. So cleaning, taking your car to and from the airport, grocery shopping, you know, whatever you need, we'll do it. What is that called? Mr. Sparkle. Oh. Yeah. And the farm is Robin's Nest Farm. So one Robin's is to Nest. survive and one is, you know, pays for, you know, the farm isn't in the rat at all, but you need an income to feed the passion. So do you feel like the farm is kind of a passion for you too? The farm is the passion, definitely. But so is the writing. And, but that's where the, also the writing is stems out of is the nature and the connected to the soil and all of that. Like every, everything, all of that goes into the writing. Right. So like that's a vital component to it. Okay. Well, where did the painting come in? Tell us about that. The painting. When did that happen? I was a painter for a few years. Um, It started out me being little and being just jealous of my sister because she was just good at everything she did. She was painting. So of course I wanted to be a painter. Okay. And then, you know, so I just played around with that for years, never did anything with it. But, then but you were school, good, apparently. I got good. Okay. By, be, by being consistent. Okay. Um, but in high school, my art teacher and I hated each other, didn't get along, <laughs> not going to happen, failed art. So while I'm failing art, I'm out selling in the world. How do you fail art? I didn't do anything. Okay. Because you didn't want to, or were you? <clears throat> we didn't get along. So you just. I had no that. desire to be in that class. Okay. <laughs> You're not allowed to be that way. I did not like the man. That's okay. <laughs> oh my goodness. It just reminds me of what, so my mom was a um, English professor and I used to, when I was like in high school, help her grade essays. She, so she taught me exactly what she was looking for. And so, I mean, cause she was, you know, college, college professor, um, for two colleges one was a junior college and one was a university so she had a lot of papers to grade and so that's that's what I did and of course she had to teach me what I was looking for and so on and so forth and so when I got into college and anybody that's getting just any college degree knows that they have to take English 110 which is composition yep <laughs> no matter what you're going into you that is a prerequisite and so you know I'm like well this is going to be a breeze right um my first paper I after I finished the draft I had my mom read it 
And she did, you know, little corrections or whatever. She didn't tell me how to write it, but she did, you know, just like circled stuff that she, she would say, what do you think about this? Something like that. So I, I didn't cheat, (laughs) but so, you know, and those things I would change, you know, whatever. And so then I handed that in and my English teacher was all over it. Like everything was wrong with it. And she wanted all this revision done. And I didn't understand what she was looking for. I took it to my mom. I'm look at this. And she's like, I don't know what she's teaching here, but you're going to have to do what she wants or you're not going to pass it. So even if you don't understand her way of teaching, she said, I don't, that's not the way I would teach it. Um, but that's what she's looking for. So yeah, if you want to get out of that even... class, <laughs> you got to do it. <laughs> and that was so hard because then I had to take English 111 the next semester. And yeah. of course, I had a different teacher and she was completely different. But she was like my mom's way had taught me. And I didn't have any problem with that, but I struggled with that first one. And I didn't like her either, like you said, but I had my mom saying too bad. You got to pass the class. (laughs) Yeah. And I struggled in, in high school, in art class, knowing I was good, knowing we didn't get along, that wasn't going to happen. So I would march into galleries with my paintings and just say, Hey, this is me. What do you think? Really? You know, just, just bold, just, I would just march <laughs> in there and be like, here's some, here's, here's, here, here I am. And it took off. What kind of stuff did you paint? They're big, bright, bold um, oil paintings. But like. Slightly, slightly abstract, like. Abstract. The descriptions that people have said, it's interesting. The interesting. descriptions are interesting. <laughs> Just, but they're big, bright, like slightly off skew, you know, just. I see, I would have guessed nature. That was not the case. But I would have guessed that. Not at the just, time. Just by, just, you know, I just by what you've said about your background and stuff. Now like would be nature. But then it wasn't. It was, it was a lot of people and a lot of still lifes. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. And. And so you you might have been able to go somewhere with that, but you chose not to. Yeah, just I got busy with life and busy trying to make money, you know, to survive like that would have. But also you need to survive. So day to day comes and like gives you not not as much time to be creative as you want to be, you know, so life took a different turn and that's okay. And and so here we are with this book. And how's it doing? I so far so good. I'm being approached in the grocery store and different places because it is so small here. People just like, hey, okay, reserve me a copy, put it in my mailbox, you know, kind of a thing. Oh, like cool. it's it's doing well. I'm sending it all over the world so far. Did you, you know, I'm getting requests you, for um, signed copies. You said you had a local bookstore there. Did you did you have a signing day? Not yet. Oh, you should do that. We're 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 gonna we're working on things. Are you? It's still okay. too cold here to do much. 
Really? Too cold? Yeah. It's, to it's go inside so, a bookstore? No, nobody wants to just, no, that's, that's a summer, that's a spring or summer thing. This is so, nobody wants to be anywhere right now. <laughs> okay, well, you have to forgive me because I'm a Leo. Okay. And I'm a sun child. Okay. And I hate winter. I, I, I love the beauty of snow. Okay. Fresh snow. Christmas. Beautiful. (laughs) Then it can go away. (laughs) Then it can go away. I need the sun. I, I actually, even on cold days, which in the winter, if there's sun, it's actually colder. Did you know that? Yes. Okay. Well, a lot of people don't know that, but I still go out and put all the things on and have to have that sun. And that sun makes me feel better. Yeah. I mean, there is vitamin K in it and you do. I get, I I totally understand that. Like I I get it. Winter and I used to not be friends. No, no. That's why like one of my, the piece before this last piece I wrote on Instagram, it's about winter and I were, we're going to, we're going to be okay together now. You're going to be okay now. We're, I think we're friends now kind of a thing. Okay. You know, but is that that because you can stay in? I I do go out except when it's extremely bitter. I'm out there, and I love I wonder, being out. Wonder there. if you you've, you're close. You're not that far from me, but probably about five hours. But, yeah, not not terribly far. Yeah, but so I think we might have the same kind of weather. You you yours is yours might be a little bit more drastic, but we've had like really wind windy for the past two weeks on the farm here. The wind does not stop. Okay, we're okay. between. The two bodies, the, the farm is between the two bodies of water, like directly. So Ooh, it's, you've got it's the non, it's Okay, non-stop. well, so here it's been for the last three years windy all the time. Okay. I, the I get that. And the winter. I'm the, where's I it under, coming from? I understand that fully. I'm tired of wind. <laughs> so me and me and the wind are enemies right now. Okay. Well. You need to make peace. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. So nature's everything to you. Nature That's is chapter 14. Everything. Nature's everything. Well, then you do have to make peace with everything. <laughs> you you eventually, you, you don't have to. Well, if but, it's everything to you, then obviously but, you've made friends yes. with everyone. Yes. Is there any part of nature that you're not friends with? I don't think so. Okay. I think I'm good now with all of it. Winter winter was not always the easiest friend to have. Well, like bugs are nature, right? Bugs are nature. I don't I don't care. I don't mind. They're, you know. You okay with snakes? I'm okay with snakes. I don't love them. They're they're not my best friend. But I understand that I understand their they all have purposes. Yes. They're not my best friend. I will not put it up to my face and Thank hug you. it, but I'm good with them. Yeah, see, I got this little bit of a problem. Like, I'm not afraid <laughs> of them. It, like, I won't even tell the story. Everybody will crack up laughing. Plus, if, if, if somebody that knows my husband would hear it, they would make fun of him. So I'm not going to tell the story. Okay. But... But so I'm not af- 
afraid of them, but I certainly don't want to be bit by them or strangled by them, right? So I'm going to protect myself from them, but I don't like go running and screaming. I kill them. (laughs) I do. Well, we've got these great black snakes that, that come out of the woods and they climb on the side of the house. I'm not going to let them. Uh-uh. <laughs> so out, out comes the hoe. <laughs> and they don't even die quick. They don't. I get them in pieces and they're still moving. Yeah. But I don't run from them. Okay. I, and I would prefer if I can, if I'm close enough, they're starting to come in the yard, whatever. I get them out. I don't kill them. But if they're going to get out. in my house, I'm going to kill them. Okay. I'm also allergic to spiders, but they can't figure out which ones. So like I have to have my house sprayed every single month. My father was quite allergic to spiders. Like, like to where your throat would close up. Where he would get swollen and infected pretty bad. Okay. So I get that plus my throat closes up. So I have to be very careful. And this is going to be kind of a fast story, but this, my daughter is totally a nature person, like everything and save, save the world. Okay. Yes. Um, I save the turtles and the elephants and the bees and, you know, the dogs and the cats and, but a spider that, that can kill me with one little bite. I'm going to crush Not your bestie. <laughs> I'm going to crush. And so I'm sitting, I'm sitting out visiting with her on the deck and my chair was like up against the bar or, or the top ledge of the deck. And I, I see the spider web coming from her um, umbrella. And I went to get that down and she's like, don't do that. that and I'm like, okay, there's one crawling down it. And she's like, so it'll crawl down and then it'll probably go along the ledge. And I said, or the ledge right by me and bite me. Right. So I go to knock it down anyway. And she's like, no, 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 I'll take care of it. And so she takes it and she throws it out in the yard. Then she found a huge snake when she opened up her pool that, that, and she literally wrapped it up and walked it down to the Creek and let it go she showed this all over to everybody this snake was huge didn't matter i said you're you're nuts you're nuts (laughs) if it's that close if it's that close to me it's going to (laughs) die so i'm not friends with all of them yeah i just i understand their place and i let them be Okay, well, I understand their place. Just stay away from me if they're harmful to me. It's only if they're harmful to me. Well, why would I set myself up to die? I'm not gonna. I'm, if there's a spider on me, it's gonna it's gonna die. It better choose not to. Okay, so we've got it. So you you write a lot about nature. Everything uh-huh. has to do with Door County. In this, in this, this book, yes, um, yeah. 
Yes. Do you plan on writing another one? I have three other ones in the works. Do you really? Yes. Well, how exciting. Yeah, they're already, yeah, I don't stop. I'm not a person that can say, okay, this is done. No, I'm halfway through. Well, this is going to be your career. Another one. It is. It absolutely is. And oh, fantastic. The unintended, the unintended career. <laughs> but it feels right. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm working on part two to this. You know, I already have a title. It's halfway written. You share or not? Um, the, le- the title is The Lethargy of Fog. Oh, wow. But that's it's, it's going to be a minute. Um, but okay. then I'm also collaborating with a few other people on two different styles of books. Really? Yeah. So not poems? No. Hints? One is a children's book. Okay. And one is might be poetry with photography. That's to be felt out yet. You know, that's interesting, a children's book. Do you have children? No. But um, the the friend that I am collaborating with does. Okay. There's um, one of my well, two of my favorite children books, and I think almost everybody knows about them almost, and you can still buy them. But the one is, um, I think it's called the, the Learning Tree. Okay. Do, do you do you know what I'm talking? About? I was looking for it because I thought it was that sounds here. familiar. Um, I I was I like I thought I just saw it the other day, but it could be my office at home too. I have two offices. Well, anyway, it's it's about a tree that a little boy goes to. It's an apple tree to begin with, and so when he's little, he goes he all by himself, and he goes to this tree, and he talks to the tree, and. Um, and he eats apples off the tree, you know, and that's his tree is his friend. And that's where he goes to visit when he's lonely or anything. He talks to the tree. And as, as he gets older and he goes through his different stages of his life, he's not visiting the tree as much and the tree's lonely. And it's so cool because the tree constantly offers him every time he comes to visit him because he misses him. He offers him things because the little boy's telling him, well, you know, now he's a teenager, then he's a man. And, and when he's a man, he wants, you know, he's sad because he doesn't have enough money to buy a house. And so the tree says, well, you can cut down my limbs, you, you know, um, well, he was cold one night. He said, you can cut down my limbs and build a fire. Then you can cut down my tree, you know, down to the, all the way to the stump and you can use it to build you a house. And so he always gave, it was a giving tree. I like that idea. Um, and at the very end, the man was very, very old and feeble. And he, and he came to the tree and he sat down on the stump because that's all that was left. The tree gave him everything else. And he sat down on the stump and the, and the stump said to him, I missed you so much. What's wrong? And he said, I'm old and I'm, and I'm feeble and I don't know what to do. And he said, sit on my stump 
And he said, I have nothing left to give you, but my stump and my love. And it's so cool. It's so cool. And it's a lesson. It's really a lesson. I mean, it is a children's book, but, and I've read it to my kids, but I don't think like a lot. little kids, cause it's yeah. pretty deep. That is deep. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's basically a lesson in, you know, you, he, he just kept taking and taking and taking and the tree kept giving because he loved him. And like finally at the end, the man had nothing left to take from the tree, but he, the tree didn't mind. He said, you can still sit here. It's just, you know, he kept giving it. Was, it's really a good book. And then the other one is called uh, love you forever. I don't think I'm familiar with that one. Okay. Well, you'll have to look it up, but those, those are really two big ones. Um, And the love you forever is a kind of along the same lines. It's, it's about um, a, a father um, rocking from the time the little boys, a baby to sleep, you know, and then the different stages of life. And then, when the father becomes old and he's dying, then the son comes back and he picks him up and he holds him and he rocks him and he says, I love you now. I love you forever. So it's kind of the same concept. I like that. They're, they're just teaching to me, they're life lessons. So I like is, that. is that the kind of children's book you're going to write or so you're into writing or. Um, there it, there's going to be lessons in there, but it's, it's going to be, it's a Christmas, Christmas themed. Yes. That's all I'm going to say for now. Okay. I love Christmas. That That's like yeah. my favorite. That's, that's, that's coming down the line. So there's, there's at least three things in Do the Do you works. think that one will be ready by next Christmas? Right now. Well, that's, that's a goal. That's a goal. But, that's a goal, but I'm not promising anything. My friend and I have to, um, we have to work on that. The so bare bones, are, the bare bones are hashed out. We know where we want to go with it. And we just have to back and forth. So do you have, will you have illustrations in it or not? I think that would probably be a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think you could do them? I don't know that I would have the time or, you know, I think, I think we would find somebody else to do that. Okay. Will you keep us posted on that one? I, you will definitely know. And, and the other one, the, the other, well, you said two, you've actually got three that you're working on. Is that what you said? Well, there's three, there's, there's three. One the is possible, team? possibly photography and poetry. And if not, if that doesn't go through, then the, there's an alternative to that one. It's considerations and it's just little bits, not poetry, but little things to think about. Neat. Just little things to consider. Whether but it's a not paragraph like inspirations. or a paragraph or a mini essay on something like here is something small to think about. Just think about this right now kind of a thing. Just but are, is it inspirations? Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Neat. Okay. Let's, let's get back to sounds unheard songs of time <laughs> of home. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
So you, you tell me what, what was, do you, do you have favorites or, you know, you sent me this list. Are these your favorites? Um, there's a lot of favorites in there. I like the way that this is broke down. You did a really good job of this. Um, and there is a lot of favorites to me too. Um, cause you kind of go the way that you have it broke down. You, you can almost know what, what's in between. You know, yes. you know, do you understand yeah. what I'm saying? I, I do. And that's kind of what you the, meant to do that I made to you. Yes. Yeah. Well, good job. <laughs> but, um, human at ease is a place that I, that, that one is, I think for me, vital. Okay. And I think, what page is that? Is that 69? Yes, 69. page 69. Yeah. yeah, just being at ease with myself for the first time in my life fully and loving me fully. Scars and and strange hair and strange eyes and wrinkled hands and brown skin and all of it. Like, finally, finally, and fully. That, I think, you know, is... So are the, those things that you all had problems with yourself that you just said? Not, not problems, but not a full, deep love of of well that's that that's that's what I meant by that you know not necessarily the problem with it with any of it but but just like but like but to name it and touch it and and look at it and love it okay Okay. you know because most people don't most people don't do that so this isn't really all about you it's about people in general it's it's people in general it's like you you know there's there's things in here that everybody can relate to but it's also my place me finding my place in me and in the county and among my people here okay i got it you know but it's but it's stuff every everybody can everybody can relate to you know and if it's a piece about nature it also goes deeper than that it's not just a piece about nature. Like a lot of the pieces, people tell me they have to read three or four times and then they're like, oh, now I get it. One sentence. There's some pieces that are one sentence mm-hmm. that go way deep. Like the like sit and, and take one piece and just take it fully in before moving on. Right. And that's why I said it was, it would take me yeah, it's taking that's... a lot of people. They're going, oh, I get it. I get right. this piece now. Right. You know, it's it's. I I, I like it that I can just when I want to relax, open up and then read another chapter, and then I can yeah. really really dig into that and and feel it. Um, and that's why I was like, oh, I can't read it fast enough. That's not. You know what I'm you saying? It's not, not meant, gonna... it's not meant to be read fast. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so, written for a friend. 
This is a piece about realizing our beauty. So did you actually write this for a friend? Which are you referring? That's in 88, chapter 88. Okay, let me look at, hold on, I have the book here, 88. Yes, my poet friend in New Zealand, Greg. Okay, did he inspire you to write? He does. We inspire each other and collaborate a lot. We talk, we video chat a lot and shoot ideas off of each other constantly. Does he have Spotify? Um, I'm not sure. I think so. He should get this free version so he can. Um, I think so. Yeah. Share it. Share it in New Zealand. I only have just a couple people from New Zealand. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm going to blast this podcast out now. But yeah, that's my friend, Greg. Um, And I think like that's one of the pieces that I wrote for him. There's a couple of people that get multiple pieces. Okay. You know, like when they're feeling down or feeling awkward or feeling whatever, I'll write a piece for them. And so do you name them? Like, do you tell them? Or you tell them. Yeah. And I I tag them in it and I tell them. Oh, well, you need to write one for me. And that could happen. (laughs) (laughs) I think just given time, it will eventually happen for everyone. Yeah. That's so you know, but it has to sit in here and it has to like it has to come out. But there are some people who in the moment, like I'm like, okay, I need to this this message needs to get out to them immediately, Uh kind of a thing. Like this is an emergency poem. Oh, that's so cool. I have to send that dispatch out immediately. And that that was one of them. I have always wanted to write one book. One book on my entire life. Knowing that all the things I had in it, somebody else could get something out of it. And then all of a sudden I decided, you know what? People would not believe that I had this many things in my life. But I guess they do because I, I read books like that. Like some of the authors that I follow on Facebook and, or on Instagram. On yeah. those, and, and I actually interview them, you know. Yeah, the people have a lot going on. Like way, you know, people are deep and have such nuances to everything. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but I don't, I, I, I'm got to find, I think one spot that I can retire to that. That's what I want to do to retire and do this. Cause I, I could never retire and just sit Yeah, and, and, you know, I could do traveling for a year or two, but then I'd be done, you know? Yeah. I'm not that kind of a person to sit and do nothing. Yeah, I get that. I, don't, don't take me wrong. Like I like to do that once in a while and I need to do that once in a while. I know I need to, and then I do it when I need to, but I could not retire and just do that. I, that would drive me nuts. I think. Yeah. So this, this is what I, I feel in my heart that I want to keep finding people that can give messages out to others that, and, and those other people can get something out of it, you know, some kind of healing or some kind of affirmation that they're okay too. They're not broken. You know, 
all the different things, which is why everybody's story is important and everybody's story that's told somebody can get something out of. You know, they should be able to. I it's it's I think just telling your story, it will reach the person who needs it. Somebody who needs it will connect with it. That's 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 what I feel. I'm reading. I think we just need to keep sharing our stories, and that's what my words are. It's it's my story you know, but put, put into poem. It's, so it's, tell me about, we will never fully understand all of the magic that we are. We are so, so magic. And we're, we're, we're never in our lifetime. There is not the time to grasp all of that. There, there isn't. Whether you go the scientific route to try to break down every particle and molecule to understand what we're made of, mm-hmm. or if you go poetry, philosophical, nature, spiritual route, you're, there's still not enough time to understand that we are so much. We are so much magic. But there, there isn't enough, to, no matter what route we go down. We're never going to understand how big and beautiful it is and how big and beautiful we are. That's great. I love that. And that to me would be very hard. I don't think that we would ever fully understand all of it. We can't. And Mm -hmm. so I'm like scrambling to, to write it all out to like, this is my observation today. And this is my observation today. And it's going to change. You know, and it does change and it changes with the weather. It changes with the season. It changes with mood. It changes with, you know, but, and we're never going to grasp it all. But just to know, to know that we're part of it. Like, I want people to, I want people to, to get it, to like stop the outside shit Mm -hmm. and like understand what we are. We are so fucking magical. Stop and understand that. Right. right. You know, like, stop to fully get it. Like, take a moment to get it. And at some point, you're going to have to actually say those actual words. Yeah. And it's okay. Yeah. Um, so where is, I know Door County, but where do you get your most inspiration like to a a spot a certain spot that you can sit down or how I don't know do you sit do you sit on a and work on a laptop or do you do it by hand on paper I wander and I take notes like I have my phone with a with note like yeah so so I will just be wandering okay like the woods my farm here it's 20 acres so this it's it's ideal like I don't, I would never have to go anywhere else. Okay. You have a creek? The creek, the Lily Bay Creek is right down the street. I drive past it every day. It does run underneath the farm and then down the road again. Do you walk, do so you walk the creek? I can hear it pop and crack in the winter when it moves and freezes and so really? pops and cracks. And then I can hear the frogs and the cranes go flying to it. And the coyote yesterday morning went, you know, to it. So yeah. Tell me about the coyote. You like coyotes. 
I love them. They're here. I, I go out and I listen to nature every night, whether it's the owls or the six packs of coyotes coming from each different direction or, you know, like, or just staring up at the sky. I stare up at the sky every night more than once. Do you have a spot? Like, like, do you go outside and there's a certain spot? No, it's wherever I wa- I go and I wander to wherever, you know, whatever calls. But outside. It's not a particular spot. Huh. Whatever is calling spots. me. So if the owls are calling me from this way, I'll start walking this way. And then look up at the sky and look up at the suns. And then and Door County has the most beautiful skies. Yeah. Like beyond mm-hmm. the, the sunset, but then also... I call it the reverse sunset. Mm-hmm. It's just as magical. Now, see, I have in in my backyard, I have my own pond that to begin with, it's it's old now, but to begin with myself and my older son, uh, Doug, and created. And okay. um, I got some kois that, that people were giving away because they multiply a lot really fast. And then I, I love water. I love water and uh, I love to fish. I love to do all the nature things, all of them. Good, good. My favorite thing in the world is to walk, to walk everywhere. And, uh, and I just, and, and I like doing it by myself too, because that's when I do my best thinking. If I'm with yeah. somebody, I'm going to talk, you know, and if, well, and then that's not a bad thing, but I'm just saying. No, but you have to have both. Yeah. And you that's have to have, have your time with nature. And know, that's separate. what I'm saying. So, and sometimes I have to drive, like, like, have you ever heard of Starved Rock in Illinois? Tell me that again. Have you ever heard of Starved Rock? I don't think so. In Illinois. Um, it's, I don't know. It's probably 40 minutes south west of chicago um but it's it's where these indian uh, an indian tribe settled and then another indian tribe tried to come in and take over and um anyway so there's there's these beautiful canyons with waterfalls and but they've they've made trails all through all of this and then there's certain spots where it's got history you know where okay. things happened. Um, it's it's a twenty mile hike one way. So and most of people don't do the whole thing. And yeah. so I take different days, um, and I call to see if there's if the waterfalls have water going. Um, so not to well this this year was the first time I ever got to the very end, but okay. um, because I heard there was a huge canyon. And huge waterfall. And I'm like, I've got to see that. And I could, there's no way that you could walk the 20 miles to get there and 20 miles back in a day. And there's no place to stay in between. I mean, the park closes at 10 at night. So even if you start, you know, at 10 in the morning, you're not going to get 40 miles of walking up and down hills and in canyons and all that stuff done. So I called first and then I said, so is there a way for me to just get to that last one? Cause it's the only one I've never been to. 
without going through the hole. And they said, yeah, you can, there's actually a road that you can go. You're still going to have to walk to get to it. Um, but not 20 miles. Yeah. And so I, I think, uh, cause I, I had a Fitbit watch on, which tracks my steps. Um, but, and my miles. So anyway, I found the most beautiful canyon and waterfall and I was, I ended up, well, I took my girlfriend with me and she's my best person to go with. Like she loves doing what I do. And she's like me, like we don't have to talk. Yeah. We, we take, we take our lunch with us and we might, then when we stop and we eat lunch, we'll talk or something, but we just like looking and filling ourselves with all the nature around us as we're walking. Yes. Um, just the different colors, the, the, all the different insects and animals and everything that come out in those woods there. I, I love it. So we get to this Canyon. It's, it's kind of, it's kind of funny. Um, it, it, it's like really, really high and straight down. And this is where um, the first tribe would go to hide. There's, you couldn't be seen. Um, so it's, you have to walk really high up to get to it, but then you have to walk really far down and carefully because there's not really a trail you have to, I mean, there is, but there's not, there's nothing to hold on to. You have to find stuff to hold on to, to get down there. And then you get down there and you look up and there's just all beautiful rocks and, and stuff, you know, and the waterfall was just, it was gorgeous. But um, so I'm having to like, go sideways and myself up against the rocks to get to where we could go down. And my girlfriend was in front of me and she's like, Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. There's a snake here. And it was on the wall. And I said, Oh, I can take care of that. She was like scared. I'm like, I can take care of that. You'll be proud of me. All I did was get a stick and I got him on the stick and I moved him out of our way. I didn't kill him. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> because he wasn't going to harm me. He's not interested. No, you know? no. See, I've told you, like, I'm not a killer of nature, <laughs> but by nature, I'm not a killer of nature. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a thing? It could be a thing. Okay. Well, I think I just made it into one. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, um, I, that that was that was the funny part there because she just like could not believe it. And I'm like, that thing wasn't gonna hurt us, it wasn't gonna bite us, you know. It was, yeah. it was you know what? It, it's damp there. And it was it was shady and it was trying, it was actually sliding down. It was trying to get up this rock to in between the rock and another one, is what it was trying to do. And it kept sliding back down. <laughs> And I'm like, look, it's not coming after us. It's trying to get up and get in a cool spot. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, Starved Rock, if you ever get a chance. All right, I'll put that on that my That would be a nature place to be able to think and, and, and put in your notes. And I never thought of that, of writing. I, took, I take a lot of pictures, a lot. Yeah, I used to be more pictures, but now it's just like, I'll have a phrase or a few words. Mm-hmm. And that's all I need for the next piece is the few words that come to me is like the photo I need. Mm-hmm. And then I'll just put that away. And I wish just, I had that. You know, then and then I know that it brings me back to all of it. 
by, you know, a sentence. I'll have to send you a picture sometime and ask you to write something about that picture for me because I get the neatest pictures. You know, I love, you know, and I, and I totally appreciate, like I have friends who they're great photographers and I'm like, you're really good at this. And they're like, but you're really good at this. And I'm like, but it doesn't mean that your thing is not great because mm-hmm. your thing is inspiring me, mm-hmm. you know? And same with like painters. I have, uh, you know, friends, I connected with a friend who is a painter and like just, just the whole inspiring each other and connecting. It's, it's beautiful where that goes. And one of the things I look for and I like to do it by myself and nobody takes offense to it. When I say, Hey, I'm going to go for a walk. I just, you know, need to be by myself and think. And I I think I do my best thinking when I'm walking. Some people run to do that and they get a lot out of that. Um, Yeah. I used to be a runner, but then my knees started swelling. And my doctor said, running is the worst thing you can do. Anybody can do for your body. You can walk fast and get the same thing that you're getting out of running fast, except you're not going to have to replace your knees. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I quit and she was right. I mean, I picked harder places. So, you know, I had more uphills and downhills. So, you know, I got more out of it. Yes. As far as the exercise, but that had nothing to do when I just want to think and clear my mind or solve a problem, whatever that is, that's when I need to just walk and I just need to hear the sounds of nature. It's so helpful. Like that that can solve anything. So this pond that I dug and we filled, then then one time we were uh, fishing and it happened to be this lake that was, it was private and people lived on it, but it was private. and they had it all full of beautiful water. It was so full that you couldn't even, like, you got your hook caught every time you threw it. Yeah. You know? So it really wasn't a good place to fish, even though it was full of fish. Because you, you, you got caught all the time. But yeah. so anyway, I'm like, you know what? I think I want a couple of lilies for my pond. And the fish would love that because it would give them some shade, you know, in, in the middle of the hot day in the summer. And so I took two plants, just two. Oh my gosh. Like within two years, it covered, covered. <laughs> and they, and they, I didn't know they multiply and multiply and multiply. So then I got frogs or toads, toads. Okay. Uh, I love when I know when spring's hitting, when I start hearing the sound of my toads. But I have one in particular that has been there 15 years now. So I learned that in the when it starts getting cold in the winter, they dig a hole in the tunnel and they go dormant. I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah. I, I didn't know that that was the same one for a while, but I, yeah. I learned live. his sound. And they can live to be very old, like between 15 and 30 years, some of them. Yeah, well, he's over 15, but there's he's one about here. this big now. Yes, there's yeah. one here that he's got his routine, and he comes around, and he's consistent, and we know who he is, and his name is Bertrude. Oh, and you named him. That's cool. 
he's got a name and his friend looks different and his friend comes from a different direction. So like, he's like, they have their routine and we know, you know, and he's old and big and. See, I didn't know they got that big and I, cause I never yes. see him. I always heard him. Yeah. And I guess I, I don't know the. The females from the males, I know he's, he must be the male and the only male. I don't know. I haven't studied up on them to know, like, is there only one male that sticks around and. Like that, I don't, I don't. No, I don't know. But I know that every single, after six weeks of spring, that all of a sudden I have millions of tiny little toads jumping when we go to mow. That so yeah. the, and you can see the yeah. eggs all over. So somehow yeah. a female gets there, right? They're there. It does take two of them. They're there. It does take a male and a female to do <laughs> that. But I've never, he's the only one that I've seen. And I just got to see him in the last couple of years. I never did see him. I only heard him. And okay. I, well, my dog actually, it was at night and I had put, they're called glow rocks. And I put their little pebbles, but I put them in the landscaping that was right around the waterfall that goes into the pond and they glow at night. It's beautiful. And my dog likes to go over and see what's up over there. And it was like two o'clock in the morning. She woke me up to go out. And I think it's because I had the window open and she could hear. Oh yeah. And uh, so she knew, she knew there was something out there. But so, so, you know, she goes running out. And so I was tired of standing there waiting for her to come in. I wanted to go back to bed. So I go to look for, her. I mean, like to, to her to go, come on, let's go back in. Yeah. And I get there and she's staring down this huge toad. He was huge and he wasn't moving. He was, and he wasn't speaking, yelling, okay. nothing. He was just staring and my dog was, my dog's only nine pounds. And she was staring back, you know, like this. Yes. I think she was waiting for it to move. But I finally got to see it. And when I, when I got my phone, so I'm like, okay, I'm going to go back in the house. I'm going to get my phone and I'm going to see if I can get a picture of this. And when I got back, it was gone. So I didn't get to take a picture of it, but I hear him. I yeah. hear him every spring. And I just love the sound of it. I do too. But the problem, the problem with him is that he got so big that he went through the liner of my pond. So (laughs) this year I have a new pond. We had to take everything out and I found the big hole. I don't know where he went and I don't know if he'll be back. You'll find out. I know, but that's, that's, that made me sad. It's, I know, but you'll find out. You'll just. It made me sad. He may. He's gone. I hope he. I hope that he remembers. He may be back. My son says he hears him across the street. Not now, but 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 yes, during the summer he heard him. After possible. after we lost him. So at least I I I like to think that he's still living. That he's okay and just. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because he, yeah. yeah, but I I I want him. Whatever, whatever ones are coming around, I need to hear that sound because that's when I know that spring's here. Absolutely. So, okay. Um, I think, is there, is there any more I need to cover? 
I don't think so. I think we're we we're we've good. done our time. Yeah. Have we done our yeah, time? People just people <laughs> just need to read the book. They need to read the book, and we they need, need to get to that out the book there. And so they'll it's, they'll it's understand. All... Have an understanding of of human nature and Door County, like you know. I think so. They need to visit it. They need to go. They need to go to the resort that I'm going to go to in the summer. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And there's places in here that in the book that um, I have people asking, like, is it the church over here? Or, and I'm like, no, it's this church over here. Like, you know, so people are are wanting to come and visit the places that are in the book too. Yeah. So that's another like thing that people can come and do. Do you know what place I'm talking about? It's the F and something house. Sorry yes, I do. Yes, the E from Is that house. in the book? That is not in the book, but they oh. have a copy there, a hardcover copy. And so, yeah, we're we're getting to know each other. Cool. Yeah. So okay. let me know when you come up. Oh, I will. I will. We're going to, we can hang out. Yeah, that'd be really cool. Okay. So, so everybody knows, again, the book's called Sounds Unheard, Songs of Home. And there's a copy. If you guys watch this on YouTube, he's he's holding it up, showing you. And I think I showed um, it. And it's beginning. available worldwide on Amazon. Yes, on Amazon, and it's by Joseph M. Lopez. Yes, and follow me on Instagram as well. And you want to give them that? I'm going to it's, put it in the notes. But okay, it's J. L. Writer. J. L. Writer. How come you didn't put that as your author name? I I like that. I don't know. Okay, what's the L for? Is it Joseph Loves Writing? Lopez. Ouch. Just the Lopez. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I can be a diss. You now know just, this. Just not compli- nothing complicated. <laughs> okay, well. Now you know I can be a ditz. That never crossed my mind because I'm I'm looking at the at how it is on the book, and your middle initial is M. I I wanted to include the M. I wanted to honor that. So that's why I missed the JL writer. Yeah, and the two I wanted. I just wanted to use my real name and then a an Instagram name separate. Which is fine. I mean, like nobody would really know by my Instagram name who I am. Yeah. Except I've got my name in the bio, <laughs> you know, but I have to tell people. Yes, absolutely. And, <laughs> do, you, do you know why I'm called that even? Why I came up with that? Tell me. Well, because I help people win their struggles. That's what I figured. Yeah, it was, it's pretty simple. It is. It's like most of it is, most of it is self-explanatory most of it is yeah some people just don't have a clue they they just pick out a name rather not (laughs) I know right but mine is so I am at struggle underscore winner because somebody already took my one word of struggle winner and then my email so I am looking for people with different life struggles um there's a few that I haven't found yet that I'd really like to interview but before we say goodbye to everybody, can you tell me what is your biggest life struggle? 
my biggest life struggle. Um, I didn't prepare you, did I? No. Um, it was finding myself again. And it was getting lost and finding myself. It was lost. I was I was lost through addiction. And and I had to find myself again. So your biggest life struggle was was being lost, and you conquered that actually by writing. By writing, yes. Yeah. And and that's what I'm about is that's who I try to find is somebody that has a life struggle and then how they conquered it because there's there's always somebody out there that had that has had that life struggle and didn't know how to conquer it or hasn't conquered it yet and so that's what we're here for so hopefully your writing is going to help people too I Um, hope so I I hope like I hope it reaches who it needs to reach and I think yeah and and I, I can tell you with just the amount of time that I've had to to read some of them that that's going to be like kind of my go-to, you know, so I need you to keep writing. Okay. I will absolutely, <laughs> I promise. All right. Well, I thank promise. you so much. It's been a pleasure. And thank you. I'll see you on Instagram. All right. Thank you for having me. All right. Have a good night. Bye.